Welcome to The Scoop, your weekly dose of internal talent news from here and around the globe. So grab your popcorn and open your mind as I hand you over to our anchors from Tarpod, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Scoop, our weekly, weekly look at talent acquisition and recruitment news. And Lauren is giving me a funny look. Why are you speaking like that, you fucking weirdo? <laughs> anyway, welcome to The Scoop, everyone. It's Lauren here. And, uh, yeah, we are your Ron Burgundy and Veronica Corningstone of TA News in Australia. Yes. So I'm going to go first now because okay. you're just a dick. All right. All righty. Last Friday, the Fair Work Commission has hiked the minimum wage by 5.75%. So Australia's award workers will be getting a 5.75% increase as of July 1. It's annual wage review decision. Um, It's bloody big, which is an extra $23.23 an hour, which comes to $882.80 per week. So that's a pretty big bloody wage hike on the minimum wage. I've got mixed feelings about it because... You know, on one hand, we've got inflation that's going up at a faster rate. Mm. But then on the other hand, businesses may not be able to afford this. Well, I think this is the whole thing because we've got superannuation going up another half percent on the 1st of July. Really? Well, so it goes up to 11%. That also affects everyone's ongoing costs with their um, workers' compensation insurance because it's based on payroll Mm. and also affects your payroll tax. Because so, they're not bringing in that million dollar mark till 2025. So it on may the tax. affect unemployment soon. It may it affect may. it. And it'll definitely affect inflation, which I reckon is going to go for another interest rate rise. But there's a few commentators out there commented on this when it was released last Friday. Um, JP Morgan released a part of a statement that the implications for retailers are significant given the large proportion of costs linked directly to minimum wage increase at a time of a slowing or negative sales growth. And then on this as well, Tanya Constable from the Chief Executive from the Minerals Council, she also popped in her 10 cents worth and she said there's a whole suite of reforms that the government wants to introduce without actually looking at ramifications of where the previous workplace relations will get to and in the end it will impact across most businesses. Wow, that sounds a whole lot of boring. So let's get on to some more exciting news. Okay. From our friends over at the Herald Sun. Oh, God. They've reported that only 3% of tech graduates are job ready. And this came directly from the Australian Information Industry Association survey. Apparently, the consensus is that grads are taking up to 12 months to come up to speed from uni to the real world, and that severely impacts businesses' ability to innovate. And it's creating a false economy in the tech market as smaller businesses who can't wait 12 months are caught in bidding wars for experienced talent. What do you think about that, Lauren Sharp? They're a bit freaking late reporting it, aren't they? The Herald Sun's been gone on for a few <laughs> years yet. Hence why I think we've been talking about workplace placements and all that sort of stuff for a while. Got to see they made it to the bloody party. And secondly, isn't that the dumbest newspaper in Australia? It's, it's lowest common denominator, I like to say. But it's got good. So that's sports. the dumbest. It's got good sports articles. Yeah, we'll stick to sport here on Sun and just leave the big stuff to everybody else. Okay, Jesus Christ on a bloody bike. 
Anyway, this is also going to come back to what I was just saying about the minimum wage hike. Recruiters is... Recruiters is... Recruiters is... Anyone would think I've been drinking too early in the morning for that. Anyway, recruiters and businesses unite against the same job, same pay, same pay laws, according oh. to shortlist. But I also picked some of this out of the Fin Review as well. So debate over same job, same pay laws has heated right up um, with a group of business leaders, including rep- <laughs> representatives <laughs> from the recruitment industry uniting for a national media campaign opposing the IR changes. The RCSA, along with the Australian Chamber of Commerce and Industry, Business Council of Australia, and there's a whole list of people who have joined this one, um, have issued a joint statement to raise public awareness of the risks of the government's um, same job, same pay changes, which I actually agree with this because the so-called same job, same pay proposal doesn't mean equal pay for men and women. Does it? No, it does not. It does not speak to fairness and justice. It's a name falsely represents. That's what the statement goes on to say. And it, it sort of does because Tanya Constable's coming up again in this conversation. Tanya Constable, she's, she's all over it. Anyway, she was so right in saying what she says here also across the fin. Soon she might be Tanya She sergeant. argues that it will hamstring businesses just when Australia needs economic growth and productivity improvement. So combine that when you're paying the same pay, same job for someone with less experience in the mm-hmm. same job with someone who's got 10 years' experience, mm-hmm. why should they earn the same amount of money when someone's got more skill? They shouldn't. Well, exactly. I agree. But this is not what this legislation's about. Mm. I think this is another... It's poo-poo legislation. I think it's poo-poo legislation and I just think it's too sweeping. And last time the Labor Party did sweeping changes like this, they didn't take into account a lot of shit and just shit went down. It just got fucking real. <laughs> Lauren and her political comments. But- I know. I should be on Sky News or something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Could you imagine that? Lauren, po- politics with Lauren. <laughs> hey, last week our good friend Smart Recruiters released 23 global talent acquisition stats for 2023. Do you know what? All morning I've spent think racking my brain, why have they said 23 stats? And then I realised because it's 2023. Oh, I, you I, idiot. I, anyway. Um, I've handpicked a few stats because I'm not going to do all 23 of them. Do you know, on average, a company invests in more than 10 technology. Now I've got to put my false teeth back in. I'm catching it off you. 10 technology solutions. Have your false teeth, buddy. (laughs) Yep, sorry. They're investing more than 10 technology solutions for its recruitment function. And Gartner predicts that by 2025, there'll be consolidation and there'll be 20% fewer solution partners in the space. So if you have some. HR Tech, build it fast because it looks like you're going to be bought pretty soon because there's going to be less of you around. Um, Another interesting stat, 68% of hiring professionals surveyed in February said they were very hopeful or cautiously optimistic about the impact of generative AI on recruiting. I'll just throw that in there for you, Lauren, because you love that one. Um, 60% of in-house recruiting pros predict their employer branding investments will increase. And final one on data, more than two-thirds of large organisations track metrics like time to hire, source of hire, and offer acceptance rates. Less than half track new hire retention, which you think they would, pass-through conversion rates, or top of funnel activity. Less than a third track cost per hire, quality of hire, and hiring manager satisfaction. It all sounds skewed incorrectly to me. I'm sure it does, Craig. 
<laughs> I'm sure it does. Looks like there's some good stats and some good reading there, people. But anyway, uh, year of the raise. We're talking about giving more money here. 95% of employers plan to hike salaries. A majority of employers in Australia are planning to raise employees' salaries with the decision driven strongly by the skills shortage. The Hayes Salary Guide for 23-24 revealed that 95% of employers will increase salaries. Well, since, in the, the, minimum, since the minimum pay has gone up, they kind of have to. Well, that's 2.4 <laughs> million in workers actually who will be affected by that minimum yeah. wage rise. And this is higher than the 88% who hike compensation in 22 and 67% in 21 but mind you 21 we're in the middle of a freaking pandemic mm, so mm. I, I just think that that's that the, the 2020 and 2021 stats forever are going to be tarnished by yeah so got many layoffs. asterisks next to them yeah little asterisks <clears throat> next to those years mm, reading the fine print on those years <laughs> is it my turn yeah oh wow um why do employees quit lauren because they have to work with you? Maybe. According to Career Plug, 50% of employees have considered quitting in the last 12 months, and here are the top reasons. They're not happy with their money and compensation. Yeah. Of course. Uh, lack of flexibility, both hours and in and out of the office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lack of benefits. I think that's a little bit more US, so boo-hoo for you. <laughs> <laughs> they need universal health care. That's yep. what they need. Work environment, so that's bosses or knobs in the office. Um, I work with a knob. <laughs> I could say so many things there. Number five, conflicting responsibility. So that's at work and in the office. So not understanding their job. Was it but, an ob joke? <laughs> perhaps. But then also having stuff at home going on that they need that impacts their ability to do the job. And finally, and this is one that maybe sits outside of that, and we'll put another little asterisk on it. Okay. COVID safety concerns. There's still people looking to quit because they don't think their workplace is set up to deal with ongoing COVID. Is this an COVID. American one that you pulled out of your ass? I didn't pull it out of my ass for a start. And secondly, yes. Okay. Well, I also think that the Americans are a little weird with their vaccination rates and, and going in for their boosters and all that stuff. So they, they're still an issue over there. You definitely aren't getting allowed back in that country. Do I care? <laughs> hey, let's do events. All right. Events. I'm going to start on events. Okay. You can go jog on on this one. Alrighty, so I'm going to start with Rubber Band and Eden and the crew over there. They've got a online AI and Chat GPT masterclass Ooh. on Tuesday the 13th. So get on and register for that. And then on Tuesday the 25th of July, they've got a reference checking pivotal to your tr- talent strategy or just another box to tick. You decide. Can you decide that- before you go? That is a very good oh, question after. and a good hot topic, actually. Box Are we tick, ticking box, a box? Tick, box tick. Yeah, well, I, I, well, we could get into a whole bloody debate on that right now and create a podcast. And then bounce three, the panel van. Don't come a knocking if the panos are rocking. It's Wednesday the fourth and Friday the sixth of October from nine till twelve thirty. Brizzy meetup is on. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, that's the 7th of June. Get on the site and register. And it's on sourcing 
and drinking. No, no, sourcing. Sourcing before you get on then the drinking. sauce. Yeah, exactly right. So get on to that. It is on tomorrow, so you've got not much time at all. And now <laughs> I'm going to move on over to the ATC, to Jovo and her little crew. All right, so they've got their TA meetup and discussion group. The internal talent teams are coming together at Melbourne's trendiest inner city, Melbourne microbrewery called Bodriggy. I think I got it right again. Oh, yeah. Am I allowed to? Uh, for TA Brew, which is Thursday the 20th of July from 12 to 4. Get in uh, super early bird tickets because it's free. <laughs> <laughs> we will be there to meet everybody and say hi. And I always learn something here. This is why I go to these things, to learn things. And one more ATC event I'm going to be plugging because super early bird tickets are available on this one. And so jump on in for the ATC 2023. It is going to be held at Luna Park in Sydney again this year. Two days of learning, belting things with tin cans and hacky sacks on Sideshow <laughs> Alley, watching Craig shit his pants on one of the rides, <laughs> which he nearly did last year. What do you mean, Nelly? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> so get your ticket to that one. So two days of fun. And finally, the ITERS. Nominations are closing this Sunday. So if you haven't got them in, you've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, about four and a half days. So get on your bike. And if you haven't picked up a ticket, I know we say this. I tell you what, we're within a – we're in spitting distance of selling out. 30-something tickets left today. 30-something tickets. So all of you people who are nominating, if you haven't got tickets, it's going to be pretty strange. If your name's called out and you're not there to get it, you'll have to get a speech from me. I'm going to open up the waiting list this week because I know it's going to happen. Anyway, um, so make sure you get your noms in and get your tickets for that event. And Ooh. that, for me, oh, what? You've got some? I'm just going to throw it out there. You know when I do the old uh, point at the map, you know we're getting out the outback when I've got to say, Stay classy, Mount Clarence Station. <laughs> and it's a good bye for me. And from me.